I wasn't much of a hustler when I was a kid, except when I ate caterpillars. This is true. I used to eat bugs for money. This is 1982, 83. And um, I watched this thing on TV about people who were fire eaters. And I guess the way you eat fire is that you drool a lot in your mouth. You fill up your mouth with saliva and you dip the fire in your mouth and the saliva puts it out. So I got the idea. I'm like, well, I could eat gross stuff if I just kind of filled up my mouth with spit and then I just swallowed it down. So that's what I used to do. So I, I could take a gypsy moth caterpillar and drop it in my mouth and eat it. And the kids would freak out. And I'd say, look, if you if you give me 25 cents, I'll eat a caterpillar. And they would pay me. So I made, I don't know, five, ten bucks eating bugs. <laughs> and then I went down to the arcade and played video games. That's how I made money. Uh, I would also shovel snow for 10 bucks. I would wash the car for five bucks. But aside from that, I wasn't very entrepreneurial. Like I didn't I didn't go up and down the street and shovel everybody's driveway. I just couldn't be bothered. So now I am much more entre entrepreneurial. I hustle like a mofo and I don't lift a finger unless it is going to make me money. So for example, the Substack that I'm doing, we're going to get those bastards is it's an awesome creative outlet. It's the most fun thing that I do right now. I absolutely love it, but there is a purpose and the purpose is to get more of my writing out on the internet for people to consume to increase my visibility. That's the purpose, you know? If people read the Substack, then they're likely to buy my book. That's that's the idea. And the podcast, you know, I don't get paid for the podcast. Podcast is kind of like a side hustle, just like the Substack. You know, I mean, I, the purpose is is to get content out there that people enjoy, and they're more likely to buy something later. You know, like the Real Vision videos I do. I, books, I get paid off of books, but relative to how much time I spend on the books and how much time I spend in the newsletter, I don't get paid a lot in the books. So really the only thing I do that doesn't have anything to do with producing revenue is grad school, getting my MFA in writing. And I'm doing that for other reasons, personal reasons. And I'm going to go back to teaching next year and I'm going to get it paid a little bit for that. But the amount of money I get paid teaching is so small that I'm certainly not doing it for the money. So I hustle. I'm always trying to make a buck. And there are a lot of people out there who don't hustle. They have a nine to five job. They come home and they watch some shows and they don't spend a lot of time thinking about other ways to make money. I have a friend who was a salesperson at a bank in Atlanta. And he started doing some fix and flips part time. And it started like it started. He likes working with his hands and he would do this woodworking stuff and he would make bookshelves and stuff like that and post them on Instagram. And then he started doing these fix and flips and he found that he was making some money on the fix and flips. And then he got laid off from his job and now he's doing the fix and flips full time and he's making more money doing that than he was working in the bank. And he's going to be more and more successful and he's going to be a millionaire doing this for sure. It's a great story, you know. Um, and the amazing thing about this is that there's no bad stories. I'm, there's no failures. There's no such thing, you know. I mean, if you're doing something in your spare time, there's really no downside. 
There's 24 hours in the day, plenty of time to do stuff like this. Now, someone on Twitter said recently, and Twitter sucks, but someone on Twitter said recently that they didn't like the term side hustle. I like the term side hustle. It's a hustle you do on the side. What is wrong with the term side hustle? Maybe DJing is my side hustle, you know? But the one thing about side hustles is that they often just turn into hustles. They, the side hustle turns into the job, which is I, ideal. That's what you want. You know, I have seen this many times. Years ago, I met a woman who makes things out of sea glass and sells them on Etsy. And she's been doing this for a long time. And it probably started out as a side hustle. And now she does a full time. Well, when Etsy went public, she got stock, you know, and the stock went bananas. So great, you know. Maybe you start a side hustle detailing cars, then it turns into a business. Terrific. I have a friend who is a professor at the university, and he's an art professor, and he sells his own art. I think he makes more money selling art than he does being a professor. Amazing. He's hustling. I guess the point is, you can be content with the money you have right now, or you can take action to make even more. And the key word is action. What are you going to do to make more money? Not what are you going to think about making money? What are you going to do to make more money? And I talk about this all the time. I call it the revenue side. You see, if the problem is you don't have enough money, then it's a lot easier to fix that by making more money than kind of trying to cut expenses. If you can make an additional 100000 a year, that is going to solve a lot of problems. And there's not too many problems that an additional 100000 is not going to solve. Or you can eat lentils and save 300 bucks a year instead of buying flank steak. That is a path that is a lot less fun. And that's the other point. Getting out there and making money is actually fun. Austerity is not fun. Getting out there and making money is absolutely lots and lots of fun, and yet most people choose the austerity path. Just don't do anything illegal, okay? If you're a DJ, don't start selling drugs out of the DJ booth. And you think I'm joking. Dealing drugs is probably the biggest side hustle of all time. You know, for young people, it is. It's also a good way to end up in jail or an addict if you're getting high off your own supply. Even Walter White, the side hustle turned into a full-time job. Anyway, most of my side hustles pertain to writing or financial media. And the more content I produce, the more well-known I get, and the more money I make, and that's my attitude. I, I will tell you a story. Uh, I have this friend. He's a portfolio manager. He's a really tall guy. He's like six foot nine. And I went out for drinks with him one time at the Hudson Hotel. And I was at the bar with him, and I was standing, and he was sitting, and we were like the same height. And I was trying to get him to get his firm to get more subscriptions to my newsletter. And he says, sure, why don't you put together a slide deck, uh, all your winning trades, the returns, you know, your portfolio allocation, stuff like that. And you can do a presentation. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. I'm not doing that. And he looks at me and he says, you're an artist, aren't you? And I'm like, Actually, that's a perfect description. I'm an artist. And I'm not, a, I'm not really a business person. I'm not. You know, and I'm a, tra I'm a trader, but the reason I'm a trader is because trading is an art. It is. 
Absolutely. A lot of people think it's a science, but it's actually an art. So the question is, how much money can you get paid being an artist? And as it turns out, a lot. You know, there's lots of artists and musicians that make a ton of money. Uh, I won't make as much money as if I were running a hedge fund, but that's fine. And besides, I'm not the best trader in the world. I was talking to my pal Dave. You know Dave. He's on the show sometimes. And uh, he was talking about Dave Chappelle. And he said Dave Chappelle refers to himself as an artist. And he asked me, he says, do you think he's an artist? I'm like, oh, absolutely. Like, comedy is an art form. He is absolutely an artist, and he's the best. He is the best there is. The other day, I put a short story I wrote into my newsletter, and it was flash fiction. It was about 300 words. It's a very, very short story, and people loved it. And the funny thing about good writing is that people consume so little of it. I mean, people consume art, but it's mostly TV shows. You know, people people don't really read a lot of good writing. And at one point, it was my ambition to be a short story writer. And then I went to Wall Street. If I could figure out a way to write fiction and get paid for it, then I would do it. I would absolutely do it. And maybe I will. Maybe, maybe there's another side hustle developing here. The point is to never stop moving, never stop growing, and never stop creating. Our purpose in life is to create. What are you creating? Thanks for listening to the Be Smart Podcast. I'm Jared Dilley, and see you next time.